This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh, Miss Marvel Leather Jacket. That's kind of sick. And Willis. That's a, that's a Shaman level twist of like, it's not the future, it's an alternate. Universe. Adjacent, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. Welcome back, dear listeners. We are here for another episode. Uh, yes, we are. Josh and Willis here to, to bring you some, <laughs> some Pixel Splitters love. Yes. I still am not over not doing the opening anymore, but that's fine. So today we are going <laughs> to bring you a couple different subjects um, that all kind of tie together a little bit. Uh, first of all, Bob Chapek has comments we're going to talk about regarding animation and yeah. who animation is for. Um, I will not elaborate. I will just. Yeah, we'll, leave it we'll at get that. To that. We'll get uh, into it. In that same vein of things Bob Chapek is doing with Disney, um, Disney Plus subscribers now have early access to merch. Just what uh, all the kids want. All the kids want. <laughs> uh, you know, if you, you want that special Mandalorian toy. Yeah. You got to subscribe to Disney Plus. You definitely do. Early uh, access. Yeah. So that's a conversation worth having. Uh, and then what's arguably, I think, the biggest news coming out this week, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran have been tapped to lead the DC Extended Universe. Yes. Zack Snyder out. Was he James in? I, like, yeah, he was, he, was the, he was the lead guy there. They were yeah. like, tell us how, how to do this. And he was like, I'll save my commentary. <laughs> Slow-mo. Conversation. Yeah. No colors, desaturation. Yeah, needle drops. Um. Uh. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Those will be our three things. I don't know, Josh. You want? <laughs> I'm so <laughs> terrible at these openings. Uh, Josh, you want to walk us through what's coming out this week in theaters and on streaming? It's a big week. It is a big week. Lots to go through. Lots to go through. Um. Starting out with theatrical, we've got two movies premiering this week. One, uh, The Wonder. The movie starring Florence Pugh, which we've talked yes. about a little bit before, which will probably actually garner her an Oscar nom. Not Don't Worry Darling, which the I one think that would she be was hilarious. Doing press for instead yes. of Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. Exactly. And that premiered uh on the second, which is an interesting day. We also have Armageddon Time, James Gray's new movie yes. premiering on Friday, which I am a big James Gray fan. I think he's a very underrated director in Hollywood right now. He just did a series of interviews promoting, not really promoting this movie, but just in preparation for this. And they're all really good. So just l listen to them all. He's such a interesting person and he's got a lot of good things to say. So check those out um, for streaming. We've got a bunch of stuff. Movies wise, Enola Holmes 2 coming to Netflix coming on the 4th. They just I like... What? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I didn't see the first one, not because of any reason. I just didn't think it was really geared towards me. I, I like it. Millie Bobby Brown. Was it good? It's it's not bad. Yeah. Weirdly, I kind of put it in the same category as the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movies. Like, okay. Not, not top tier, not bad. Sure. You know? Um, yeah. Millie Bobby Brown's really great in it. 
Sure. The story is complex enough that you, you stick with it. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. Okay. Well, I'm check excited out to watch the second one. I was going to say, yeah, we'll check out uh, Enola Holmes 2. Uh, we also have My Policeman. The, I don't know if anyone's looking forward to this movie, Harry Styles vehicle, where the only headlines I saw was deeply miscast. And I'm like, is that not his whole (laughs) career at this point? Is just, he's not right for this part. Uh, This is premiering on Friday on Prime. Um, Hilarious that that and... um, yeah, the wonder and the wonder are hitting at the same time, and it's like let's really go head to head on this. It's like let's real let's show you that it was not yeah. like like these. The, yes, yeah. There's there's a lot to unpack there. I will be checking out my policeman just to see. You know, we just yeah. got to check it out. Um, we have the Silent Twins coming November fourth on Peacock, uh, and we also have Weird, Finally. Weird Al coming to Roku on the fourth as well. Uh, which I'm just like, people are saying this is amazing and I, I just can't wait. I love the fact that they did their, uh, their poster exactly the same as Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Just with Daniel. Ra- I'm like, yep. that is, I know what this movie is going to be like and I can't fucking wait. Yep. I'm so ready. Got to figure out how to get a Roku subscription. I don't I, have a Roku subscription. I don't either. Is there a free trial? I, that's what I'm assuming. Um, I, th- I feel like it's a free service. I th- like, I think it's ad supported. Oh, then let's, let's go. But that's my thing is like, I'm like, I don't think I've ever had a Roku or a subscription to it, but like, no, I'm going to figure this out to watch weird. And that is a boon for them. Yes. Yes. And I think a lot of people are going to do that. So this yeah. is going to be good for Roku. Um, for shows coming to streaming, we have Blockbuster coming to Netflix on the Amazing. 3rd, or I guess today, which I'm just ready for. Let's go. Yep. Uh, this yep. is going to be hilarious. <laughs> so uh, We have Titans coming back uh, today on HBO Max, which, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are fans of Titans, yeah. <laughs> which is I, good. I've watched a few of it. I kind of, yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> As so much content is these days, it's fine. We also have Manifest Season 4 coming back on Netflix. And Young Rock Season 3 coming back Somehow. to NBC. Somehow, I just... I Amazing. We're not going to go into that. Uh, so that's what's coming this week, guys. And without further ado, let's get on into this yes. here episode. Let's do it. Okay, so... Bob JPEG. Yes. Controversial CEO of Disney... Definitely. Um, head of, you know, Disney animation, Pixar animation, like head as much as a CEO is head of that. But like, sure, you sure. know, has a, a level of control over it. Um, yep. Said in an interview. Chief exec. Yeah. That uh, he doesn't think animated films are for adults. Yes. The, and, the exact quote, I believe, is I always say when parents put their kids to bed at night after watching an animated film, they're probably not going to tune into another animated movie. They want something for them. Yes, which is an interesting take. And the thing that I took from this is like I kind of get where he's going with this because yeah. Disney has been very, very. Uh, adamant about making Disney Plus a for kids service, like they—that's why they don't put any of their 
Fox yeah. stuff on there. Um, like it, I couldn't actually believe that Deadpool and Logan actually made it on there because mm-hmm. there was such an outcry when there was other things that were less violent than either of those movies that people were like, well, this is for kids. And it's like, well, yeah, the internet exists, guys. Do you think kids don't see every awful thing ever before, you know, when they have a smartphone? It's like just this, yeah. this, this is nothing. But I kind of understood it just because of that. It's like, it's a very kid-centered. That's yeah, what they've made I, this. I understand his, like, the the idea behind it. And honestly, yeah, like, most, I'm, like, trying to figure out how much I want to qualify this. But, like, a great yeah. deal of animated films are for kids. For sure. We talked about you know? the Oscars, how, like, you know, yeah. animations always kids and movies win. And, like, <laughs> you know, most, I would say, of the animated films that people hold near and dear are kids movies you know you talk yeah. about like up or you talk about up that's i was thinking sure Wally. Hey, i don't know why up came count out it but yeah the lion you think king. about up or like the lion king or little mermaid or toy story or like all those you know yeah. classic animated films like yeah they're kids movies sure right in his scenario that he's describing here of like you put the kids to bed and you want to put something on i don't necessarily agree that the fact that like i don't want to watch an animated film yeah i don't have kids i don't know like maybe <laughs> you know watching frozen 15 times in a given day kind of turns you off of the whole thing sure but i mean i think i as a 30 something man with no kids have watched i have these numbers uh 20 animated films this year it's pretty good you know like i like i have no problem about knocking out an animated film it's like actually kind of nice like like I, the sea beast you remember that we talked about that great i really movie. enjoyed that movie great movie um missing link which i talked about on tuned in last mm-hmm. week i really enjoyed um but then you know i mean i've also watched things like ratatouille and yeah like tangled and Encanto, and like you know there's stuff yeah, that's i watched like, finding nemo like two weeks ago <laughs> yeah it's like that doesn't necessarily like it's not that like we don't like it like and given i have watched way more dramas than i have animated films but like sure it seems like his argument is almost that there isn't a market for animated films for adults right which is just like what are you talking about have you seen south park family guy or the simpsons like (laughs) yeah what the hell are you talking about the longest running shows ever (laughs) yeah that are are geared towards adults just like not for kids yeah (laughs) archer like what are we talking about here so, like, this guy who is running all of this is kind of just, like, if if Bob Chapek's in charge of this, we're not going to get any animated films from Disney for adults. Right. Which is a little disheartening. For Which sure. Like, I guess Disney, if anything, is, like, a legacy. Like, they're going to do what they've been doing for decades, you know? But, like, if, like, 20th century not Fox comes along like you know if that team wants to put something together and like wants to put it out on hulu like it seems that that would just get crushed right you know yeah and it's weird because i think that this is kind of a theme because we really don't see many animated movies that are made for adults unless they're coming from like another country like asian countries they do that all the time uh, here it's kind of like a why would you do that? Oh, that's for kids type of th- like. There's definitely that, and I think part of that has to do with people not recognizing animation as 
either a legitimate medium to work in or something that's just like lower tier than yeah. something that like oh it's just easy for people to enjoy when it's like i mean if you watch miyazaki's movies or even if you watch anime in general most of that's yeah. not really for kids like it's pretty dark and pretty like violent and if you're watching like you know full metal alchemist or something like that it's like it's like it is kind of for kids but it's also not like it's 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 definitely more adult themed yeah. and i think that they need to move everybody needs to move away from this stigma against using animation for things other than kids movies because well, that's what it's pitched as it's like oh it's a pixar movie and the interesting like, i feel like the interesting use case here and i will put a qualifier at the beginning of this if i haven't watched all of this but the like the clone war series which is like a massive yeah. disney property yeah very much began as like this is for like kids kids yeah and then like it grows up really fast and you're like oh mm -hmm. this is like geared towards like a more mature audience for sure it's not right violent it's not right like there's no like nudity but yeah you know it's not <laughs> i googled uh 2022 animated movies uh and beavis and butthead do the universe uh massive <laughs> uh animated film from this year nice um, but also I, intergalactic is also on there and i'm like sure you're you're just limiting yourself by an expected audience a hundred percent i mean have you watched love death and robots not yet no okay on my list yeah i mean that entire series is the blueprint that is like some of the darkest most depraved yeah. shit i've ever seen in every style of animation you can imagine so it's like, and I enjoy all of them. Like, yeah. that's the thing too. And we think we talk about video games and it's like, there are video games that are rated M for mature, where you yeah. can't buy one unless you're 17 years old. Is, where's the line? I don't get where the split comes where we're yeah. like, ah, well, animation's for kids, but this isn't for kids. And I think Disney has like anchored themselves to that being like, we are only for children in a way that doesn't even really fit anymore because you yeah. have stuff like Daredevil and you have stuff like Logan on there where it's like that's a those are very violent bloody yeah. movies um and I was wondering I was going to ask you this do you think they'd ever pivot away and and kind of make it more of a like everything that's on Hulu is suddenly on on Disney Plus or like or or even they start to produce things that are less I don't think in so. that vein yeah even I think if Disney Plus as its entity is very much like family forward, family friendly in the same way right. that like, you know, uh, back in the early two thousands, like Miramax was like part of Disney. True. But all this, yeah. You know, like technically Disney put out Pulp Fiction, like, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, um, but like the, you would never freely associate those kind of movies with like right. the Disney brand. And I don't sure. think that's going to change, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. You'll never see intergalactic and turning red sitting mm. next to each other on the. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm aware that intergalactic is like a Netflix, thing, but um, <laughs> the other thing here though, is like, it doesn't have to like, sure. so Bob Chapek saying this, like they're not going to turn on an animated film is like wrong, you know? Sure. But also, like, I don't need Bob Chapek to serve me up an animated, in a, a, like a grown-up animated film to find a grown-up animated film. Right. 
I get you do you, Bob JPEG. Like, sure. You know, you're <laughs> potentially like leaving money on the table, but right. I guess, you know, I, I'm looking up uh, 20th Century Fox animated films here mm-hmm. um, just to see like what's in their what's in their back pocket, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like it's a lot of the same kind of stuff, you know, like Ice Age, Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, um, you know, whatnot, but also like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ah, uh, uh. you know, there's like stuff there i mean 20th century animation was like a whole thing um right right i don't know it's interesting because it is one of those like yeah the the great majority of it is i feel like the the place i'm landing on it is like a great majority of it is for kids sure but like don't discredit a project that's an animated film because it's an animated film exactly and that's where i land yeah I'm just like it, it's not. I, I I feel like we just need to move away from this animation equals for kids. Yeah. I'm like it's just not true. And if you can't take animation seriously, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, there's no reason why you should be like animation. Uh, lower. Yeah. Why? I mean, it actually takes longer. <laughs> it's more skill. <laughs> there's a space here for like a movie to come along that changes the conversation around animation. Yeah. And I don't really know what that is or what it would be. Um, Right. Because it's like, you get things like flea where it was like beautifully animated, but like not really fully accessible for a lot of people. Right. In terms of like digesting its story and whatnot. But like if something came along, that was beautiful animation. And it's interesting too, because there's a level of, like, at what point is it animation? What point is it CG? Like, Avatar is almost entirely animated. Kind of. Well, that's the like thing. Like, motion I'm capture, like, you know. And why is there a distinction there? Yeah. You know? Because, like, animation, like, Pixar is, like, they're not drawing that, you know? I mean, even yeah. South Park at this point is CG. Like, yeah. it's so... But it's not making an attempt to be hyper-realistic. Exactly. Which is what we got with the Lion King of like all of that. Right. Oh, the live-action Lion King, you know. Which I don't know that they have to because like, again, I was hoping Love, Death, and Robots would be kind of that gateway drug for people to be like, oh, wait a minute. No, we can do this. We can do horror and sci-fi completely animated. We can do it realist. We can do it absurdist. We can do it any way. And it's still like, it still hits you in a way. So I don't know. I don't think we're going to get out of this anytime soon. Cause again, it's like Disney has made their entire brand this. So it is what it is, but I would love to start seeing some animated movies come to theaters that aren't that. I just think it would be really cool. You know, I mean, freaking give a Miller and uh, Fincher uh, carte blanche to do a movie in animation. Like that would be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, you do you, Bob JPEG, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. I'll watch the stuff that comes out on I'm st- yeah. Netflix. I'm still yeah. going to hit play on uh, you know Cars when I want yeah. to. You're not yeah. going to tell me. <laughs> yeah. um, well, to Speaking keep on of the- Cars. Sure. There you go. <laughs> there you uh, go. A, a series that's very much still in existence to sell toys. Definitely. Definitely. Um, 
if you are a Disney Plus subscriber, yes, as of today, uh, mm-hmm. you now have access, early access to mm-hmm. select merchandise. Yes. Um, so this is just like a test kind of thing that they're doing. This isn't like rolling out to the whole planet. Um, right, right. As of November 1st, they launched this as a test uh, that U.S. customers will be able to get exclusive early access to certain Disney merch on the company's Disney or shop Disney site, which I think is tied yes. directly into the Disney Plus app. And now a lot of the merch also is like collectible stuff, which is yes. really expensive. So I'm like... Is this for the kids, Bob, or is this for me? Because <laughs> yeah. what kid's well, buying a seven hundred dollar Mandalorian helmet? <laughs> so here's the thing: or there's a Black Panther. I'm on the website right now. It, it, we recorded this on the first on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, and I'm looking at the website, and so this has been out for today. I would yep. say half of it's sold out. Oh my no, god! Half, but like a, a fair amount of it. Like yeah. there's a Anakin Skywalker lightsaber. Uh, mm. Or I'm sorry, uh, Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Battle of the Heroes lightsaber set that is completely okay. sold out. That was $375. Life size. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So the thing with this is like, like you said, like nail on the head, not for kids. No. This is bucks. for collectors. Right. Which is not like an insubstantial thing. Like I'm. Not a person who likes to have a lot of stuff in my house, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, you, you see the people all over the internet that are like, have huge display cases of every piece of, you know, memorabilia that they can get their hands on. Totally. Um, and that like, have absolutely just bought two like, early access lightsabers. Yeah. Price be damned. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. This is going to sit on my shelf. It comes in a sweet box. Right. Um, what does <laughs> this, what is the trajectory of this though? That's what I was wondering. Like, where does this end? Because here's the, you made a comment at the, at the top that was like, oh, Disney is not like, you know, there's not a Disney store, which like. Like there you know, is, but. there is. Yeah. Like, but Disney is very, very much about let's make stuff so we can sell toys. Yes. Like cars, you know, yes. Um, Look at the properties they have acquired like, from endlessly. Star Wars to yeah. Marvel. Yeah. It's toys, like every, toys, toys, everything like, you know, <laughs> like the Ewoks were toy plays there, folks, you know, yes. like it's all about the toys. BB-8 um, toy. Toy, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to highlight our generational differences even more. Uh, hey, I, I could have said like R two, but you know that's that. I think that was pivotal to the story. <laughs> this merch stuff is everywhere. Yes, this stuff that I'm seeing here, at least the top tier stuff, is actually pretty cool. Yeah, like you can get like a Captain Carter shield. Right. You can get a Doctor Strange cloak for adults. It says. It truly is like exclusive. Yeah. More exclusive. The question is, will this like show up on Disney's Amazon store in three months? Um, right. Right. Or I don't know. I don't know where you buy these toys, but dude, normally um, or in the Disney store in Times Square. Like there you sure. go. Like, you know, there you go. Yeah. Um, but so I don't know. Is this horrifying or is this status quo? Is this like, yep here's stuff that's like literally you're getting a subscription to get 
this? I mean, it's, it's definitely status quo, but... It's weirder to me that it's expensive stuff. That's what's getting me. So you have to have a Disney Plus subscription to get this stuff. Right. But it's like, if you're paying $375 for a set of lightsabers, the hell is 12 bucks? Like... Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, so it's whatever, like, hashtag math podcast. But, like... Right. Um, like, who's it geared towards? Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, I guess it'll get your subscription number up for whoever is buying this stuff. But I feel like if I'm enough of a Star Wars fan to buy a $375 lightsaber set, I'm right. probably already subscribed to Disney Plus. Right. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dark saber is like the only people who are buying that are people who already have this subscription because that's like the only place in the you've never even appeared. Seen, you've yeah. never seen it before um, yeah <laughs> so i i don't know i like i guess i i i guess i like i don't really see how this is beneficial to like from a business standpoint for disney i know that's i know because i'm like the only people that you would be getting are the people who are definitely already subbed so it's not like yeah. you're drawing in a new crowd here to get uh, my only thing was like depending on where this shows up on the app on the TV cuz I don't know exactly where yeah. um like it could be like a oh you can also buy like maybe not at this direct moment you could buy something but if you are watching you know Revenge of the Sith say and yeah. then at the very end Anakin and Obi-Wan's lightsabers pop up in like a little blurb and say like oh you can buy this right now for this much money there are certain people who would who would buy that that yeah. might not have thought about that before, you know? Yeah. Which is is maybe what they're trying to do, but I'm also like, that is just, it doesn't make me feel good. I'm just like, that, why, you've already got us. You've got us over a barrel yeah, it's, for it's, all of this. It's <laughs> like, almost like pulling the veil further off of like, right. yep, this is just like, to sell, and I, you had mentioned at the top, we like, I've talked about this with Amazon before and as an mm -hmm. Amazon prime video of like, yeah, how long before buy this shirt that they're wearing in this scene or buy right. this, uh, you know, whatever. And like, this feels like very much in that same vein, which is fine. And I, I did just look and I realized that when you click on like the Disney plus thing, it brings you to shopdisney.com. Yes. So it is just yes. like part of the store. It's just, you have to show your subscription to actually buy this stuff. Right. You have to sign in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those lightsabers are sick. <laughs> I enjoy the Scarlet Witch ear headband for adults with the Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse uh, ears. How much are they? Like 40 bucks? 30 bucks. Yeah. 30 um, bucks for some freaking fake ears, bro. <laughs> Scarlet Witch figures, man. But Yeah. Like, that's pretty I cool, mean, actually. I guess. But like, I don't know. It's such a strange, strange thing. You can also buy one year of Disney Plus. <laughs> it's like a card. <laughs> I mean, is that Willow? This is? is this so November first? Is this like gearing up for the holiday season? Is that what this, this is? is? This definitely is. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. That's yeah. why they're rolling it out now. Yeah. Um, See, it's I'm funny. I'm sitting around clocking here. And I'm like, eh, that socks shirt is kind of cute. Miss Marvel leather jacket. 
That's kind of sick. There's some good. The the thing that sucks is like there is stuff on here that will get people to buy it. Yeah, I don't like, even see that. Oh, it's way down. I'm scrolling way down. Um, oh wait, this stuff might not even be just. Yeah. Oh no, this is just like just buy now. This yeah. stuff's just buy now. Okay. This is just available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, this um, is how they get you. You scroll down a little bit too far. And you're like, and it's oh like, wow, oh, oh, all this other stuff. Oh, Here I don't need a Disney Plus. It, basically, so like my whole, it's just because we've talked about this before with Amazon where I'm just like, it just feels like, like you said, the veil has been lifted further where it's not, they're not even pretending like this is just, we're trying to make good content. It's just yeah. to get you to buy stuff. And that sucks, man. That yeah. really sucks it's because there are people trying to make good content and you're just like, yeah, but if the content's good enough, they'll buy stuff from it. So yeah. It's like. You guys are worth like a trillion dollars. And like, clearly, I mean, you know, some of this stuff's already sold out. Like, I know big, it, it started today. Big money stuff. Yeah. Today it is dropped. Uh, I, I don't know. Really I know how Ashoka has signed her um, lightsaber <laughs> box. I don't know why that adds a Let him believe. to it. Let him believe. It's um, it's four hundred dollars instead of three hundred seventy. Yeah. Give me some Rosario Dawson like I, that. I'm oh, like, dude. You know. That would be cool. Um, That'd be worth it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how this plays out in the future. If this if this goes away or if it yeah. stays there forever, um, this could just be for the season. Who knows? But I don't know, man. I just yeah, it's weird. Big corporations. What are you gonna yeah. do about them? You're gonna keep buying their shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like looking around my room. I'm like, yeah, I'm like oh, I dude. have a a Hulk Funko there. I have a Spider Man Funko. I've got a literal Kenobi replica nice. saber, and I have nice. a Vader saber, and I have a, a, Dar- a Count Dooku saber Look, as well. Dear listeners, he's not holding a full size saber. No, 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 no. It's a, like a third size replica. Yeah. but yeah, it's still cool. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I, I don't have faith that this is. I'm not. I won't be buying anything from this. I'm like, oh I hell no! Four hundred dollars for some sabers? Come on, bro. I mean, it, like, if I were, the thing that's got my attention the most is the Captain Carter shield. It is but sick. That's pretty dope. Okay. It requires two AA batteries. That makes it feel so cheap to me. I don't know. Anyway. Two AA's? <laughs> Are they included? Def- uh, probably not. Included. Nice. Okay. Good there job, go. Disney. Nice. I love that. All right. Um, you know what else? Good job. To I a guess. big corporation. <laughs> For a big corporation. Um, switching away from Warner Marvel Bros. <laughs> and Disney there. Uh, we're going to pop over to Time Warner Discovery. Sure. Uh, and talk about the DCEU. Yeah. Which has a new leader. Yes. In James Gunn. New leaders. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, in James Gunn and Peter Safran. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who are taking over. Yeah, so James Gunn has been tapped to be like their creative director for the DC movies and the DC TV shows, and Safran has been tapped to basically be the business side of everything to do with DC, which is a huge, huge position and undertaking because as we know and as our listeners know, they're in a really, really terrible spot right now and have been for quite a while. Yes, yes. And so basically James Gunn is going to have to like 
I mean, God bless. I don't know what he's going to do with the Flash well, and with Aquaman. Like, I really... Well, yeah, there's that whole debacle. <laughs> like, what's um, going to go on here? That'll be an interesting thing, because I'm like, if there is a creative answer to that, it lays in James Gunn's head. Right. Um, but, I trust him. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's an interesting thing. It's like, you know, out of nowhere, we got the Suicide Squad. Not out of nowhere, but like, that's basically what was considered a failed property. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I want to do a suicide movie or a suicide squad movie. Like, yeah, you know, and from that, then spinning off Peacemaker mm-hmm. into a wildly successful show. Two seasons. There's another season. coming. Yeah. And like with a very specific and defined like vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And I think the big win is that like James Gunn went, you know what? We could do a Peacemaker show. Yeah. Like, there's no way without James Gunn that a Peacemaker show gets greenlit. Hell no. Let alone with um, John Cena Cena in the seat. But yeah, but it was great. And it's like, I think that's kind of what they're betting on. For sure. And it's so funny because James Gunn has been through so much over the past like decade. You know, he went from being the darling of Disney to getting fired by Disney to getting rehired by Disney to getting hired by Warner Brothers and now getting hired on as their creative lead for DC is like he has been like the saving grace, not the saving grace totally, but he has been so consistent with both of them thus far that it just makes sense. I mean, they trust him fully and I think that he has a good understanding of what to do with these properties because he's now made three Guardians of the Galaxy movies for <laughs> yeah. Marvel, which means he's been in an extended universe for the better part of a decade. I, I want to say four if you count the Christmas special. True, well, I don't true. know if he did the Christmas special. I feel like he did. He was promoting yeah. it a lot. Um, it, it, so like he definitely has a good idea of what's going on with an extended universe in general, but also has the playbook for what Marvel is doing Yeah, <laughs> and can be like, let's do that here or let's throw it out. Like he'll be able to kind of go in and see what works and what doesn't work. And when I was thinking, it's like, I want him to make this not necessarily an extended universe. I want this to, I want him to think of it more of like, what if the Snyder cut and the Batman and Joker and birds of prey, like could live in the DC properties without having to be yeah. like, well, is Robert Pattinson going to show up in the Joker too? Yeah. And is like, I want that to be, I don't care about that anymore. It's not working. So I'm curious to see what gun has planned for this upcoming, you know, yeah. fa- whatever phase we're in for DC, I guess phase one still, for I guess DC, they don't, you're, they're not even like, they, yeah, they're not even phased. Yeah. Um, I will say Peter Safran too. I want to like shout out like he for has sure. been a, like massive producer in the DCU for like a long time now. I mean, we're talking like he was working back on Aquaman, Shazam, Shazam, you know, suicide squad. That's although I think he and James Gunn, I feel like I read, they went back like a whole, whole long way. I'm sure he like produced Slither because like he did like the conjuring, the entire conjuring universe, which is like, the most profitable horror franchise of all time. Like this guy yeah. knows what he's doing. You know, he picks good projects. Hope for the Blue Beetle movie, mm-hmm. um, which you know is kind of absurdist. Like uh, James Gunn likes and uh, is also was being produced. Yeah, by Saffron. So I yeah. have hopes for that. But um, ooh, do you think he'll bring Batgirl back? 
I don't think you, I don't think do they've that? got that much power. No, um, <laughs> they as a collective group might have the like gravitas to like get a DVD release of it or something. Sure, sure. You know, um, but yeah, I, I I think that's far and gone. But yeah, like the thing when you were saying before about James Gunn, um, about him knowing like the Marvel playbook and things like that. It's like, he knows the Marvel Marvel playbook, but he also with guardians, like broke away from what Disney was doing, what Marvel was doing. You know, it was like, how about this like crazy group of characters that no one's ever heard of? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there were like memes back in the day of like, uh, you know, DC being like, I don't know if people would respond to a Green Lantern movie. Like, it might be too. I don't remember exactly what the movie was, but it might be too removed. Right. Um, and then Marvel's like, here's a talking raccoon. Right. Um, here's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and a tree. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is great. I think this is going to be a much more nuanced and specifically directed direction. For sure. Um, as opposed to like what Zack Snyder was really doing. And this is a different kind of thing. I think Zack Snyder was like the kind of creative lead for what they were thinking back in the day. Yes. Um, you know, much in the way the Russo brothers became for Marvel and uh, right. whatnot. But right. Um, I think James Gunn is going to be much more open to styles outside of his own. Yes. Um, and yes, have a better concept of the interconnected reality, like you were saying a hundred percent. And I wonder, yeah. so I, he's probably going to be like the Kevin Feige, right. Of this. I would imagine that's kind of what it's supposed to be like, although I can't yeah. imagine that he's just going to like not be making movies anymore. Oh no, you know? he'll for sure be making movies, um, but him having his, his hand in everything yeah. gives me way more hope. Yeah. Because like if he had if he had a Passover of Black Adam, man, mm. that movie would have been better. And I enjoyed Black Adam for what it was, but it's like there are things that he would have been like, what? What's going yeah. on here? And I think that that's what they need. They need someone to stand there and be because I feel like they've been pretty hands off. They've been like, do what you want to do. The Batman, do what you want to do. Birds yeah. of Prey, do what you want to do. And sometimes it works like those two. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Um but they need someone to be there if they want to make this a true extended universe. And who better to have someone who's not only making movies for you, but also making TV shows for you. Like, yeah. he know, he get, he's done it. That's, you know? that's one of the things that I feel like I'm actually excited for as well. Just from the yeah. track record of like, here's Peacemaker. Like, yeah, you know, I think we get a lot more interesting kind of things as opposed to just like the same stuff rehash and even if that's like you know we're still getting like batman movie after batman movie but like sure maybe we don't have to have the joker in it or maybe it doesn't yeah. have to be you know like it doesn't have to be lex luthor that's yeah. the bad guy or you know what i mean like let's like delve into the depths of these comics and like right make something obscure digestible for the general public and i think that's where he's gonna shine because that's his jam totally agree and uh yeah i wonder 
I wonder if he's going to have a hand in the Penguin series for HBO Max, which I know I is in bet. development already, which I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, Matt Reeves and, uh, and James yeah. Gunn, I have a lot of faith now suddenly in in, <laughs> in the DCEU. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's more excitement than I think I've ever had for it. Yeah. You know, just because, I mean, I, you yeah. know me, I'm not a Zack Snyder fan. And I was always like, okay, sure, we're going to just yeah. like get Zack Snyder's <laughs> villain for, or vision yeah. for 10 years, but yeah. Like yeah, what a move! I wonder, like, mm. I, I wonder how long paid. this has been building. Yeah, I, dude, I don't think it's been that long at all. Yeah, because think about it: Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, that was in twenty twenty one. Peacemaker was this year. Oh my god, Peacemaker, Peacemaker was, was this year. February, March. True. So Suicide yeah. Squad was what late last year or early yeah. this year? Holy no! Suicide the Suicide Squad was last year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. So it, it couldn't have been that long, it, less than a year yeah. maybe. So, wow, that's a move. And again, they've tapped two people who are very, very successful and understand what's going on here. Yeah. And especially with franchises, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Safran has been a part of many franchises. That is huge. <laughs> yeah. That's something that people need to understand. So I, I, it's I can't wait. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. It is the the concept of like yeah like let's have James Gunn take a pass at this and not pass but like take a look at this take a look at this you know like here's the script that we're gonna do for Black Adam to or Shazam versus Black Adam yeah you know or I want him Man looking of Steel at that too right you know? I, I need him looking at and Henry Cavill is saying yeah. I can't wait to sit down with James Gunn and I'm like yes because yeah. he is a good Superman he just had a bad. He was just got, yeah. But Zack, Zack Snyder is not a good director. Yeah. <laughs> so, Man of Steel, not a bad movie, but not a bad movie, but it could have been better. Yes, could have been better. Final so, battle scene could have not been forty-five minutes long. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, safe to say we're both excited. We'll see what yeah. happens with this. It'll be an ongoing thing, like everything. Um, but it's it's the the DCEU is is getting a nice little bump there with Safran and Gunn. So yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <sighs> All right. All right. I think that we'll do it. Yes. Lots of lots of corporation talk today, guys. Yeah. But that's what what's been going on. That's, that's so. the word we live in. Yeah. Exactly. Shall we go into the recommendations here? Yeah. So our recommendation prompt for this week is um, movies that involve time travel. Yes. Which I think. We've done something similar to this in the past. I couldn't quite place what it was, but I feel like I've had it, this thought process before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Daylight Savings Time is this weekend. Yes. So mm-hmm. we will be traveling backwards through time yes. um, for an hour. Uh, so I figured let's do Let's talk about time travel movies. Um, let's do it. Josh, why don't you go first on this one? Okay. Uh, so but before I give mine, I just want to shout out a movie that I think is underrated, but like is just it's not amazing but project almanac i Mm. i enjoy that movie it is not great it's a platinum dunes movie it's found footage like time machine movie but check it out i think it's worth it i haven't seen it in a few years but that that was one that was on my radar the one i'm gonna talk about today much better is a movie by a filmmaker that you've actually talked about on our recommendations before Mm -hmm. it's a movie called time crimes by nacho vigilando who did colossal yeah which I didn't realize until I was looking up the information about this movie. I was <laughs> nice. like, oh, my God. 
because I saw this movie, I mean, oh my God, forever ago. It came out in 2007, so I probably saw it around 2010. I think I saw it probably on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's a Spanish film about a man who is essentially stuck in a time loop, uh, attempting to stop other versions of himself from completing some sort of a task. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very low budget, but it doesn't feel like that. It's got really, really high production value. There's a lot of really interesting um, set design that goes on, especially when they're in the time machine like room that he has built. Mm-hmm. It's really simple, but it, with complex ideas at the heart of it. You know, once you get into it, I'm not going to explain yeah. the whole movie, but once you get into it, it's very much like like a primer type of situation. If mm-hmm. you've seen Primer, which was another one I was thinking of, mm-hmm. but it's really well executed. It's really well acted throughout, and it actually has mystique and intrigue up until you get to the very end, where you're like, oh, okay, this is how this is all going to actually play out here. Um, and I would say it's a thriller as much of a sci-fi movie because it's very much like it. It's almost horror. Like there's aspects that could be considered horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a great movie from what I remember. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember it being very, very good. You can find it on Pluto, Redbox, Voodoo, Plex, Fubo, and Crackle. So all the stuff that like <laughs> nobody has. But like if you have yeah. one of those, you can watch Time Crimes. <laughs> uh, and I would recommend it. So uh, yeah, Time nice. Crimes is my recommendation for this week. All right. And what is your recommendation, Willis? Uh, so I came very close to, to shouting out Primer. Um, it's such a good I mean I guess I'm shouting out Primer now but like (laughs) Shane Carruth that movie is something else that movie I had to watch that movie three times where I was like all right I'm pretty sure I understand what's going on it melts your Um, brain it really does Um, (laughs) but that being said that's not going to be my recommendation Uh, I'm going to go with one that I had to look and make sure we hadn't already suggested but um, my my recommendation is going to be a movie uh, called 12 Monkeys Oh, yes. Um, you know, it's uh, Terry Gilliam's classic, classic film. Shout out Bruce Willis. Shout out Shout Brad out. Pitt. Yeah. Um, absolutely crazy. Like, you know, the future. I feel like this would hit differently, po- like in a post-COVID kind of world. It definitely. I haven't watched it recently, but like basically the whole setup is the world has been devastated by a disease and like. Bruce Bruce Willis is sent back in time to try and find the patient zero. Um, very bizarre as so much of Terry Gilliam stuff is, um, but really well done, really well constructed. And like, I don't know, kind of, I always thought it was like a really cool vision of like the future. Definitely. It takes place um, in like the 2030s or something like that. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. God, that's going to be one of those things we're going to like pass 12 monkeys time i know i know it's like oh 12 monkeys happened in 2032 and okay (laughs) i need to rewatch that movie it's been a minute yeah that uh what year is 2035 okay so we got Mm. time we still got more than 10 years a little bit of time (laughs) yeah lord what uh what it was blade runner was 2019 yep yep oh god Uh, disgusting uh I read an interesting thing the other day that was like, so these aren't the future anymore. These are parallel timelines. And I'm like, oh, that's a whole different way to like. Oh, that's a. Comprehend everything. But <laughs> Don't I'm get like, me on that. Give me that sci-fi movie. Yes. I'm like here's, I guess that's just the multiverse that I'm talking about. But like. True. But, you um, know, a cooler multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
12 monkeys. That's a, that's a Shyamalan level twist of like, it's not the future. It's a, it's actually alternate universe. adjacent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, Twelve Monkeys, amazing. Um, one of Brad Pitt's greatest roles. I yeah, think, which underrated. is like not a small thing to say, but it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, but Good yeah. Bruce Willis. What? Uh, where do I find this? Uh, you can watch Twelve Monkeys. Where can you watch Twelve Monkeys? I guess Amazon. Okay. The internet is telling me YouTube, which I'm like, I'm not gonna go watch <laughs> a movie on YouTube. Well. Uh, Apparently, okay, you can stream it on Tubi. Yo, let's go. Yeah. So, 1996, 12 Monkeys. Let's go. Adding 12 Monkeys to my Tubi watch list right now. Nice. <laughs> All uh, right. And that'll be it. There we go. Another uh, episode. Let's bring it home. Josh, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33 Fuller is spelled with no E. You can also find me on both Instagram and Letterboxd at Josh J. Fuller. And where can people find you, Willis? So you can find me on the internet on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Letterboxd at Willis Film. My brain is fried. This is like... <laughs> Uh, and if you want to find the podcast, let's hope my reflex here continues saying the correct things. Uh, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at pixel splitters on Twitter at pixel split pod. And you can find all of our recommendations, including what was yours called? Oh, time crimes, time crimes and 12 monkeys new band name. I call it, uh, <laughs> you can find those on our, on our letterbox at pixel splitters. Um, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll do it. That'll that will home. certainly do it, guys. Good Lord. Go watch movies. There's so much stuff out right now. Old, new. Just go watch it. These come it out works. on Thursdays, so pop over to the Disney shop and see if anything's still in stock. Yeah. Here's see if you can't days. scoop up some yeah. Ahsoka lightsabers that are signed by Ahsoka. Yeah. The fictional character. <laughs> All right, guys. That'll do it. Uh, That'll do it. <laughs> bring it home. We're done. Josh, as always, <laughs> good to talk to you. You too, and, man. Uh, and 